Welcome to Politics on the Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, Texas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good morning, United States of America. And of course, it is a great good morning for the rest of the world. Folks, we are going to have a great show for you today. I had it all planned out. Then I read some headlines and I said, you know what? Before I get into the subject, I want to talk a little bit about these as well. But as usual, before we get started, we want to go to our one lonesome in the studio this morning, which is the one and only Jack Van Bever. Good morning, Jack. I hope uh, things have kind of straightened out for you in the studio. How's it going? It's going all right. Yeah, we just had a little snafu, but we got through it. Well, you know, what can I say? The geniuses are keeping the tin cans together. Did you have time to say, well, I do want to give a little bit of a uh, good word to our audience. Yeah, I, I did something for Halloween today. You know, you know, I, I met a ghoul last night and I asked her to be my ghoul friend. But when she bit into my heart, I didn't even realize I was dead. Now I'm a zombie for love. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that? Yeah. I like it. This morning. I like it. I was it. thinking about it last night, but okay. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everybody. And it is Fun Drive. Yes, it is Fun Drive, folks. 713-526-5738. But as usual, we are going to give you a good show. All we ask for you to do is to give us a call at 713-526-5738. Hit that extension number one and say, yes, I want to keep politics done right on the air. So I am going to contribute to politics done right. Folks, before I get started, let me just ask you, uh, like I've told you every single morning, this show is responsible for raising at least $5,000. Uh, that, I think, turned out to be a little bit over than $300 a day. Well, because there are, in fact, a few days that we fell behind in making that. I think I'll say we need to kind of waste like 380 bucks a month a, a day till the end of the fun drive right now. It would be great if we got an angel that says, you know what, Egberto, we're going to close it out for you and give you $1,000 here, $500 here, you know, because we have some extra money in the bank and we want to do good by society to keep the good information coming. But if you can't do that, you can't be an angel this morning, please consider becoming a sustainer at KPFT. And how can you do that? Just call 713-526-5738, hit extension 1, and tell them that you want to contribute in the name of Politics Done Right and there are many options that you have. One, you can uh, just give whatever you want, a one-time contribution of whatever amount you want. That's number. That's imperative for you to know. You can give whatever you want. You can give a dollar. You can give $1,000. You can give $10,000. doesn't matter. We would just like to have our listeners who enjoy what we're doing, who see the value in what we're doing, to say, I want to be a part of giving that value to the rest of our society. And why is that? Because what everybody does, that one thing called voting, everybody's vote affects us all. So should we want folks informed by sources that's not going to lie to them, that's going to be truthful to them? That's what we do here. 713. 526-5738, extension number one. If you decide to become a sustainer, you can be a sustainer for five bucks a month. That is like saying, I want to buy politics done right a coffee a month in the, or rather, buy KPFT a coffee a month in the name of politics done right. 
Maybe you want to do two coffees a month. That's $10 a month. And, um, you know, you don't miss that. It's, it's there. Many people give a hundred and something dollars to the cable news or the cable company to lie to them or to entertain them a bit. Why not consider just giving, you know, 10 bucks a month or so to KPFT to keep us on here? That's what personally I, 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 as an activist, as a full-time activist right now, I can't afford to do more. But what I do is, by the way, I don't get paid to do this, but I give KPFT $10 a month as a sustainer, my little contribution, as well as the time to do the show. We have somebody like our brother in the studio. Van Bever, he drives every single morning from the Galveston area into the studio in the middle of Houston on his own dime as a great volunteer because he understands what we need to do for a positive, a positive America. 713-526-5738, extension one to give. If you want to be on air, extension number two. And you know, to be on air with me, doesn't matter what ideology you are, doesn't matter what party you are, doesn't matter who you are. I speak to everyone. I respect everyone. I ask you to give us a call and support the program. 713-526-5738. All right. Before I start the show, Jack, anything else you want to add to that or do I get into the show? No, you know, I just would like all the ghouls and zombies out there to get real in a trance real good and pull out your plastic and call 713-526-5738 and uh, extension one and donate or kpft.org. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. We need that support. We need that support now. So please so kindly to do so. Title of the show today. Netanyahu hurts Biden. I'm not talking the actual mechanics of the Israeli Hamas issue. I said I will not do that on my show on air, the KPFT show. I do it at three o'clock on my other internet show now. But I need to make this mention about Netanyahu and Biden. Uh, this is actual domestic politics that would be. A Houston mayor is incompatible with election deniers and escalation. Again, I won't go into the topic of the Israeli-Hamas war specifically, but I want to talk a little bit about escalation. All right. But this morning as I sat down and I started to arrange what I'm going to start with, because, you know, generally I start with something you guys call in because it's your show and it. In the depths of my heart, you know, it is your show. I would stay on that subject and tell you to go to politicsandright.com slash newsletter to get all the subjects that I was initially going to talk about. And that will always apply. You come first. Uh, on the Internet, we have Valves BTW. Valves, by the way, says, hey, what's up? What's up, Senor Valdez? OK. All right. But this morning. As I was listening to the news and realized that the GDP went up by 4.9%, I said, let me go ahead and do a little bit of, uh, you know, reading on the GDP because I knew it went up, but I didn't, you know, I didn't follow. But 4.9% is a huge number for such an old economy like ours, a huge economy like ours. A 4.9% GDP is huge. Um. And this is how the New York Times characterized it. It says gross domestic product expanded at 4.9% annual rate over the summer, powered by prodigious consumer spending. But the pace is not expected to be sustained, right? Anytime we get positive news, uh, apparently in this, uh, under this administration on the economy, we always have the naysayers. And so far, the naysayers, every time they say this won't continue or whatever, it turns out to be wrong, although this time there are some headwinds because people have hadn't have to start repaying student loans that the Republicans decided they were going to sue the, the, the Biden administration to prevent them from forgiving student loans. And, you know, I believe in forgiving student loans because a lot of it, I think, was provided to students in a fraudulent environment. But we can discuss that another day, not today. But anyway, 
So, and the fraudulent, I'm not talking just fraud. I'm talking about just the implications of why they should get a student loan. But uh, so there, there are bills that are going to come due to the average American, like student loans, et cetera, that will mitigate the spending. And since most of the spending that created that GDP was consumer spending, it may take a hit, assuming we don't get what's called the acceleration of money. But uh, we can go into that when we have an, econo- an, an entirely economic uh, program. But so uh, they started the United States economy surge in the third quarter, a strong job market and falling inflation gave consumers the confidence to spend freely as inflation drops and your wages go up a little bit or not so uh, or, or stayed without, you know, moving uh, less than inflation. That also with the way GDP is calculated, that also increases the GDP. Ultimately, more is produced uh, on, in, in net and you have more buying power. Gross domestic product, a primary measure of economic output, grew at 4.9% annualized rate from July through September, the Commerce Department reported Thursday. The pace exceeded forecasts and was the strongest showing since late 2021, defying predictions of a slowdown prompted by Federal Reserve interest rates. Well, let's stop there. Remember, the Feds, because they want to keep inflation low in in their estimation and the way to do that in their estimation is to put another tax on the average american person so that instead of their monies going to buy goods and services it goes in a banker's pocket by having a higher interest rate and the bankers of course when the feds increase the interest rate the banks borrow at the banks doesn't increase it by the rate the interest of of what feds do they usually do it more costing you more taking your money and going into the banker's pocket as opposed to you buying more milk for your baby, more bread for your home, more clothes for yourself, or uh, being able to save away for your college, the student's college. Okay, so that's what they're doing. They're taking your money away when they say, oh, they're raising the interest rates to control inflation. What they're saying is they're begging you to buy less so that they'll force the corporate structure to keep prices the same not increase the prices, or sometimes lower the prices. But here's the problem, right? The easier way to do this would simply to admonish corporations and say, don't raise prices if your costs aren't going up, which is what inflation is. Inflation is simply raising prices. That's all. And government doesn't raise prices. The feds don't raise prices. Private companies, corporations raise prices. And those raised prices are reflected in their profit margins. And if you want to look at their profit margins, then you go to the business sheets and note that as opposed to their profit staying, their margins staying the same, meaning maybe I make a 5% profit on my gross sales or whatever, their profit goes zoom in. That zoom in profit is your money. So when you blame inflation, for your for uh, on on government government government, the only blame government has is not having laws that prevent corporations from stealing your money. They create a false supply and demand. Remember what I said? Now a false supply and demand during the pandemic, they made believe there's an oil shortage. There was never an oil shortage. They make believe that. Uh, that all the increases in prices were caused by a supply chain problem. There was not enough of a supply chain problem to justify a 9, 9% interest rate. As Katie Porter pointed out, it should have been at highest 4.5%, which means by now it should be like at 2% or less. But the thugs in charge of our economic system, they decided that they wanted to take your money. And then they tell you it's somebody else's fault. People, that's why we do what we do, to keep people aware of what's going on. Welcome aboard, Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. Okay, so although the growth rate is an initial estimate that may be revised as more data comes in, it's a far cry from the recession that many had forecast at the last year before economists realized that Americans had piled up enough savings to power spending as the Fed moved to make borrowing more expensive. So. As you can see, they've been constantly wrong over and over again. Most 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Because again, these are, I've tried to tell people that our titans of finance or titans of business, these are not the smartest cats out there. All they know how to do is make money and, and they work like, you know, an ant doesn't have the biggest brain, right? Think about it, the ant. But somehow the ant's economy is so very structured. And the ant economy works like clockwork. When they're building a nest, they know how to go and attack a plant, bring it all in, take it to the field, and a very organized structure. Same with bees and collecting honey and creating the honeycomb. I mean, very efficient, very small, very small brain, very efficient. So I look at many of people in our economic system, right? Look at it that way. The people that make things are you guys that are out there, our secretaries that know how to make things happen. Our engineers, our doctors, our lawyers, those are the people who have the big things happening. But those guys that are making billions, the one thing they know, one thing they know is how to take your money. Don't believe that they really, I'm going to to go into the Amazon efficiency in a little bit, but don't believe that they just know all this stuff. They don't. They don't know how to make microprocessors. They don't know how to many times answer the phones like our secretary do and know how to redirect where things need to go. But what they do know how to do is use a system designed for them to make a whole lot of money by doing just a little bit of work while everybody else, the vast majority of us work. And at the same time, there's another good thing they know how to do. Hire companies so that you will feel worthless. Hire companies to make you believe that they need to be adored, that they have something special that you don't. And what I'm saying, that is never that has never been the case. It has always been a facade. And every time we have a pandemic or something of that nature, the facade is exposed. The facade is exposed. Uh, before I go into that quick Amazon article, but anyway, the GDP is growing. GDP uh, can remain this way, and I want to point out something. Standard, there, there are economic theories by which econo- different economies around the world work. And we, for the longest time since Reagan came into office, was running on something called supply-side economics, also known as uh, Reaganomics, also known as trickle-down economy. That economics, that is uh, where... We give all the monies and the benefits to the people on top under the expectation that they know best. They'll create factories, etc., and it'll trickle down. There are other economic systems that says, let's make sure that those people who spend money is what we take care of. And they will democratically decide what factories need to be built. How would they democratically decide that? If I like raisin bread as opposed to rye bread, I will start buying raisin bread and my democratic choice of raisin bread will cause fact, uh, cause there to be factories built to create raisin bread to alleviate any shortage from us wanting that democracy. Supply side economics is democracy for the rich, democracy for the rich. In other words, for the person who will get the opportunity to create those factories, they will determine what bread you're going to eat what cars you're going to drive. It's supply side. Supply side said the person who is going to provide the supply 
is the person who we give the benefits to. And if they're providing the supply, they decide if they will honor your request or not. When we make sure that the population at large is funded, they democratically decide what we want. So don't ever let anybody fool you that capitalism as practice under supply-side economics is democracy. It is not democracy, not even close to it. Keynesian economics, where we always make the average American whole. Whenever things are low, we make sure and pump money into the economy so that the average person has what to spend. We have good social programs, Social Security, Medicare, uh, and all these things where we pump money. We make sure the people are taken care of so that they can then determine what to spend on. And under the Biden administration, remember, I was never a complete Biden fan because I didn't think he was progressive enough, in my humble opinion. But I've learned to love the guy as far as enough not the best, but enough progressive policies got passed during the pandemic to prove its effectiveness, even as the plutocrats are trying to claw back on it. These great economic numbers never seen in our history are occurring because the right kind of economics was being practiced. You provide money to the people The people democratically choose what they want to buy, what they want to have. And in doing so, the economy flourish. What they're trying, this is what they're trying to kill right now with all the propaganda against Biden. And I don't support Biden on some of his policies, but ultimately an economic policy has been proven to work. Austerity fails. Supply side economics fail. Reaganomics fail. Keynesian economics with modern monetary theory techniques, which is what was done under the Biden's domain, has been successful in giving us a great economy. Theoretically speaking, now there are some other fixes that need to be make, made for the people that are making less than $100,000, less than $50,000, etc. But right now, the people holding that up are the people who want to kill Keynesian economics with the, uh, using uh, modern monetary theory. That's what's holding those that are needing those that need things right now. But we have proven, the theory has been proven in that we were able to build the economy for the most part for a long time without inflation after the plutocrat, the theft, thieving plutocrats decided to arbitrarily raise rates. Even that didn't kill the economy. Folks, we have to be critical thinkers. We have to think right. We have to, well, I should say we have to think left, but anyway. Uh, But please give us a call, 713-526-5738. If you'd like to add to this discussion, 713-526-5738. Extension number one to donate, extension number two to be on air. I'd like to have them both. So why don't you call uh, 713-526-5738 extend, and hit extension number one and say, I want to contribute to a show that's keeping us informed and then call back and hit extension two and just come on and have a chat with me. 713-526-5738. Una vez más lo voy a repetir. 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738. Five seven three eight, folks. We need you. We need to hear from you, and we also need you to contribute to the program. So I ask you so kindly to give us a call at seven one three five two six five seven three eight. Let's go to Donald. Come on in, Donald. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, Barto. How are you? I am doing fine, Donald. How can I be of assistance to you, my dear brother? Well, you need to write a Berto's fable because with the ant and the grasshopper, the ants can tolerate a certain number of grasshoppers. But when you bring the locusts in, 
that will eat their own and they're in droves and they're just taking, taking, taking. Even the grasshopper feels bad for the poor ants that are supplying everything. <laughs> you always have one of those for me, Donald. You always have one of those for me. And you're right. And I think we could look at the locusts uh, in, in the whole ecosystem. We can look at the locusts who takes everything, who takes the who takes the wind, who takes what everybody else has produced and just take it in swarms, right? So I, th I, th I think there's something to what you're saying as usual, Donald. You hear me, Donald? Oh, no, that's it. That's all I got for today. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, I, 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 lo I love the analogy, Donald. I love the analogy. 713-526. Egberto's Fable. Okay. I don't like to take that kind of credit, so I'm going to call it Donald's Fable, uh, interpreted by Egberto. Is that okay? Yes, sir. Sounds good. You have a good weekend, Alberto. You too, my brother. Thank you so kindly for calling. 713-526-5738. Extension number two, if you want to come on here. Extension number one to donate. And like I said, there are many ways to support the program. You can say, you know what? I like what Egberto is talking about. I like the... At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Information that he's given us. I like the perspective that he allows us to think on. And that's and again, what, what I try to do is expand our perspective, because if you listen to standard news, you hear one, you, you hear it in a form that our indoctrinative economic system would like you to think and operate. But when I, I, I like to take it outside of the box, I like to put it the way things really are. And then I like to ask others, specifically those who may think they disagree to come on and let's have a civil discussion of what we just talked about, right? And that way, the audience at large can actually make their decision as far as, ah, I think I want to take that little piece that John has to say, that little piece that Egberto has to say, because I see uh, critical thinking. It's something that they're trying to take away from us, banning books, making sure that you can't uh, speak out against issues, knock down when you speak out against issues immediately so that we cannot see the big picture. All right. I am going to get to some of what I said I was going to talk about. But beforehand, I'd like to ask you again, call 713-526-5738, extension number two. 713-526-5738, extension number two. And I will be there to help you. Now, it seems like Jeremy Diamond, the banker Jamie Diamond, is having an issue with Elizabeth Warren. Notice how we talked about the economy and how things are going great. Well, since uh, right now in our economic system, the billionaires are the ones taking the brunt, the blunt, most of the money. You know, that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. And uh, so Elizabeth Warren came out with something called the Accountable Capitalism Act, where she wants people to be uh, a part of the system. She wants capitalism to be accountable to the average American citizen. And Jamie Dimon and all these bankers, they don't particularly like it. But since Mitchell is on the phone, let's go to Mitchell and then we'll continue the discussion. Come on in, Mitchell. Hello, Egberto. Yes, this is Egberto. Speak to me. Hey, uh, so, I mean, I, I just love your show and uh, I love everything that, that you're talking about. And I do agree with all these uh, economic policies. But how come one, as a U.S. citizen, keep being optimistic? Oh, I lost you for a while, Mitchell. Uh, uh, tell me, how can you, as a U.S. citizen, then then you cut off? Oh, how how can one U.S. citizen uh, stay optimistic for the future if every single time we have a U.S. politician, they're always funded by these big bankers? So me, uh, how how can we 
how can we uh, be sure that they're going to change economic policies for the better of us? All right. I l- that is that is one of the best questions to ask because uh, people call me an idealist and an, a, and an optimistic fool. And let me tell you how we are optimistic. I want you to think about how this country started. The United States of America. And by the way, I love the United States of America because, in fact, it has the ability to change. So when people say you hate America, no, I love America, brother. I love it. Let me tell you, brother, I'm going to speak to you honestly. America, the way America started, it was terrible for most. It was terrible for black people. It was terrible for native people. It was terrible for the Chinese. It was, ter- it was terrible for a lot of people. And over time, yes, we've been in existence too since 1789. Since I said 89 because of the Constitution. Independence, 1776, but 89 because of the Constitution. Um, we've been Correct. in existence. And guess what, Brother Mitchell? We have made changes. We have made strides. We have had step setbacks. but when Obama comes out and say we have always looked and moving forward, it's true. When Obama says we are who we have been waiting for, he is correct. So when you say the corporations are the ones paying the politicians and the politicians are getting by with everything, you are correct. But guess what? All we have to do is remember one magical thing. We still have one person, one vote, and even the voting corporation doesn't get a chance to take care of that yet. If we allow fascism to take hold, then that will be a problem. But as long as we still have the vote, uh, Mitchell, as long as we still have the vote, we don't have hope. We have a command. And that is why I do what I do. That's why I gave up. Everything that I did to do activism, to tell folks, hey, don't believe what you're hearing on TV, like just to throw your hands up in the air. Democracy and economics is something that you fight for, and it's a fight that you never end. Because the person who is stealing and skimming your money, they never end or stop trying to figure out ways to do best at your expense. It is our job then to continue to prevent them from doing that and start looking out for us all. So as far as uh, how do we keep the positive affirmation, the positive affirmation is this, Brother Mitchell, we have the power to do it. Let's show people how to start exerting these powers at the, at the local level, at the, at the state level, at the federal level. It's not going to happen overnight because of uh, right now we, we are still indoctrinated and programmed into the way we do things. But guess what? Politics done right and many other programs are out there working with people one person at a time. Anything else, Mitchell? Nope, that's it. Thank you so much, Agberto. Muchísimas gracias, my friend. Thank you so kindly. Let's go to Augie. Augie, come on in. Uh, Augie is one of our great supporters of politics done right and KPFT in general. Uh, we just love the way he puts his resources where his uh, where his values are. Augie, come on in. Uh, good morning, Egberto. Uh, just thinking about uh, like the economy when you started talking about it and the trickle down theory uh, from Ronald Reagan. But a lot of people forget Ronald Reagan was a Democrat at one time and a union member. In fact, he was a union president. But then uh, why did he become a Republican? Well, he wasn't getting job offers anymore. And uh, Nancy was a housewife. She did the house cleaning and uh, the cooking. And when the Republicans decided to get Ronald Reagan in their grasp, they went to his house. And Nancy cooked for everybody. And they told Nancy she didn't have to cook anymore. And the Republicans got their wife to take Nancy to... Beverly Hills, Rodeo Drive, and, and bought her stuff. And he saw that. I guess he saw the light when the Republican way. <laughs> this trickle down theory. Is, uh, somebody explained it real well to me one time. It's like a guy goes to a bar, starts drinking, and he can't get to the bathroom. So <laughs> he pees down his leg. And that's us at the bottom. <laughs> down theory. 
<laughs> Augie, you made my day. All right. Augie, Augie, Augie. I thought Mitchell made my day by being able to give the positive speech. You also made my day with the trickling down, sir. Anyway, yeah. Augie. Uh, look, my brother, I appreciate all that you do for the station and thank you for all the words that you always have as well, sir. Thank you so kindly, brother. Yeah. Anything else real and quick before I go to art? Thing. Yeah, the media likes to talk about GDP. They never talk about GDI, gross domestic income for the workers and the people. There's always about the GDP. It'd be great if they start talking about the GDI that affects all of us. Well, we will. We will do that, Augie. Thank you so kindly, as usual, for the call. And thank you for your great support, Augie. Yeah, right. Thanks. Let's Bye-bye. go to Art. Come on in, Art. Art, you're on. All right, Art, come on in. Uh, you're hot. Take, okay, let's go to, well, I'll wait for the other one to come up. Anyway, it seems like Jamie Diamond, uh, first, before I go there, folks, I'm at, a, I'm at a donut. Give us a call, 713-526-5738, extension number one, to donate, to contribute to the program. Extension number two, to be on air, like Gonzalo will be on air in a second, and then we'll continue with Jamie Diamond. Come on in, Gonzalo. Como estas, mi hermano favorito cubano? Como estas, hermano? Good morning. Muy bien, muy bien, gracias. So, a couple of uh, comments on your quote. Um, the American Constitution uh, was written by white people in the majority. So, it's true there were amendments, and it has been in constant evolution, not as fast as we would like to, but... Uh, it's one of the best democracies in the world, but it's sad that they did not include in the constitutions uh, the people who were here first, because there is no Comanche, no Apache, no uh, Mohawk in the constitution. I let me tell you first of all. I don't disagree with you at all. And in fact, uh, it's amazing because in Australia, is it either Australia or New Zealand, they uh, just had a vote whether to recognize that in their own constitution. I think it was I think it was Australia, but I I can't recall. And they voted it down. And it was the right wing who put the fear into people saying it will be divisive. And I mean, it, it is I find it astounding how we allow fear to prevent us from doing things that are right. You know, the first thing that's right is to recognize that as human beings, all of us are, we share more in common than any kind of pigment or physical attributes can point out. In fact, the fact that uh, you can probably give somebody of a completely different theoretically ethnicity, your heart when your own sisters can't, should speak volumes. But again, it's all in how we teach. It's all in how we educate. And you're absolutely correct, Gonzalo. What else would you like to tell me? I also want to comment that the history of Cuba and the history of Panama is full of those things too. So I don't know much about the history of Panama. Maybe you can tell us more about it. But all the patriots in Cuba were mostly white landowners who decided to uh, give away their uh, uh, assets, which were the slaves, because they thought that the uh, Industrial Revolution would be a better deal. That's the bottom line. And they were right. uh, I I interrupted you for one reason and one reason only. Understand that slavery didn't end because people were nice. Slavery ended, and this we're talking from Brazil, Cuba, Panama, uh, Santo Dominican, all of these places, because the Industrial Revolution made slavery a very inefficient system, right? Because you had to clothe and feed and keep the slave alive, a machine you don't, right? So you you nailed it, Gonzalo. I got some more calls to go, Gonzalo. Así que, hermano mío, all right, muchis- thank you. Happy muchísimas gracias por llamar. You have a great day, my brother. Hey, we have the one and only Melissa in La Línea. Come on in, Melissa. How are you doing? Wait, let's let's see. He's going to get to you in one second. You're not on yet. 
Uh, Jack's going to pull you up in a minute to get Melissa on the air. Uh, let's see. Melissa, you're on now, Melissa. Come on in. Hello. How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Alberto. I only wanted to chime in about the whole um, citizen thing. Um, 14th Amendment done that. Um, mm-hmm. They gave us, gave them appeasement, you know, to get to tolerate and deal with us. But technically, they still have to close and feed us because we're not citizens. Um, Constitution, we're not in there. Um, and, and it's only because of the 14th Amendment that, you know, we are even being tolerated. That was it. Good morning. Okay. Let, let, let me oh, just talk about the oh, let's talk about the W uh, WV four W4V, I believe. And that would definitely let you uh, if if everyone would just go and research that, that's like um, something that that's uh, a aid to African Americans. But we're not what, what is it called, uh, Melissa? W4V. It's a W4. it's a form that um, every black citizen should fill out. Okay, I, I, you know, uh, that, you just gave me some news. I got to go do some research. See, I tell you, I have yeah, the, some it. smart, yeah. smart listeners because, again, I got something to go research on. W4V, I'll go look that up. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa. Oh, yeah. You have a wonderful day. All right, let's go to Art. Come on in, Art. All right, hey, thanks for taking my call. So, uh, something I noticed <clears throat> when, it came to, when it comes to free speech. Uh, no, no, sorry, that's different. Yeah, free speech and uh, war mongering. So I know Democrats get, you know, like, oh, they're always starting to, trying to start wars in Ukraine and whatever. Well, now the Republicans are doing the same because they all want to start wars with Iran. And they want to cancel anybody that's against Israel, like Ben Shapiro and that uh, Megyn Kelly. Uh, so now they're part of this cancer culture. They're all for free speech. Up until it affects them, and I think that wow. goes both ways. It's always it's always been like that. Always been like that, and it's not fair to one side or the other to not self reflect, look in the mirror, and be like, you know what? If we're going to be against war, it should be against all wars. Or if we're going to be a, you know, attack this country, we should attack all. It's, you can't say you're for free speech, and then someone says something you don't like, and then you want to you want to get them fired. It's Republican art. That's why I'm independent. Yes. Art, 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 art. First of all, you nailed it. Okay. Let me give you a free speech issue that just happened to me last night. Last night, uh, as you know, I'm a uh, 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 contributing editor to the Daily Coast. All right. And the Daily Coast is a, the largest liberal, uh, liberal website, blog post site, everything in the country. We have conferences every year. Yesterday, I wrote something and it wasn't even it wasn't a negative on Israel. It was a negative on Netanyahu, a negative on on how this stuff was going. And I I said, I'm not talking to Israel Hamas war. I'm just pointing out a technique of what you just said. Okay, so I wrote about it. And some of the senior editors at the blog (laughs) didn't like it. They they banned not me. They banned the article. And of course, whenever one of your articles get banned there, you have to kind of okay it so that you can start posting and commenting again. So I did. So I could start posting and commenting. And I said nothing. I could have raised hell and gone to the owner, who is my friend, and said, hey, look at what your people did. They banned my stuff. Please take care of that. I didn't do that. I just let it slide. Organically. And a new post comes up and it went and it and it hit what they call the headlines. Right. In other words, if you're if your posts get enough traction, it goes to the top of the trend list, et cetera. Well, I, I was just perusing and noticed there is an article that went to the top of the trend list with my name in the title. I was kind of shocked. I'm like, whoa, why are they writing about me on the top of the title? People like you saw what was done to the article because if 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 people subscribe to my particular blogs at Daily Coast, they will they will see it. So somebody like you saw it and got ticked off and said, how dare you ban him from saying that? And it went viral on the on that part on, on, on the site. And it, and soon thereafter the article becomes active again. People have to do what you just did there, which is 
Go it ahead. Was meant to be. Right. But what it I'm saying, Art, that article. Yeah. Right. Art, what I'm saying is, what you're saying is correct. When uh, uh, I don't believe in the cancel culture, what they did to the right wingers in Berkeley, I spoke up against it. And when the right wingers do about banning books and doing other things, I speak up against it. I believe in open conversation as long as it's not going to cause you harm. And I think you're right on that. I think you're absolutely right on that. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, lastly, so I don't know. I don't know this can open a can of worms, but <clears throat> you uh, earlier you said one man, one vote. Um, yes. I believe that that was the time, but I don't think that's I don't think that's uh, being applied through the current democratic establishment nationally. Uh, just the way, and you know, I'm a I'm a RFK guy, and the way he was abandoned, where he was forced to run independent, they didn't want to keep they didn't want to keep it fair to where they had one man one vote. They didn't want that. They they needed. They needed him out of the picture, <clears throat> pretty much force him to run independent so he doesn't take away votes from Biden. But I think Biden's taking away votes from Biden. Now we're looking well, at I mean, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. Biden taking Newsom, away votes from Newsom, Biden. You're right about that. Newsom is, Newsom is now he visited China. He's, I think he went to Israel. So it's like, is he setting himself up to to be that Democratic um person to run i don't know it's it's still early but the whole one man one vote it should be that it should just be keep it like that they don't shouldn't have to send millions of dollars down to whatever state and to try to influence the the people the people can make their own decisions so and you know let me let me correct that uh first of all that is that is how it's currently being run that the party machine still has more power than it should Right. Uh, but right. just like when I was when I was speaking to Mitchell earlier today, you notice I told him there's still one person, one vote. And that can be mitigated if people vote. Look, the most Americans are progressive, whether folks want to accept it or not. When I have a questionnaire and I ask people what it is that they want, ultimately, the things that they want are what progressives promote. OK, so that said. We, that's not what we have. Even 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 right wingers are progressive, but they don't vote in the particular people that would give them the policies that they want. So my thing is to get rid of, you know, I'm not telling folks not to be a Republican. I'm not telling folks what to be a not to be a Democrat. I'm telling folks to simply vote their interests and things would automatically fall in line. So I'm with you on one person, one vote. I am not with you in that uh, somehow the party could run Kennedy. If, if the people, the average Democrat didn't want Kennedy gone, Kennedy would not be gone. Look, I, I have a good friend, good supporter who is who loves Kennedy and wants me to put Kennedy on air. And I'm trying to, I try to reach out to the Kennedy folks, but I guess they read some of the things that I wrote. But um uh, but I would have him on just because of what you said there. He needs the opportunity to hear. But again, uh, it's still one person, one vote, and you have the power to do it if we get together and do it. You know, but we just have to do it. We can't sit on our butts. We got to do it. It's that simple. Yes, Anything else? No, thank you. Thank you for your Th time. Enjoy thank you, Art. You have a wonderful day. Let's go to Peter. Come on in, Peter. Good morning and happy Friday, Egbert. Politics done right. Happy Friday, Peter. That's right. It's Friday is happy. And thank you so much for enlightening us about you know, the Keynesian economics and, of course, the famous Reagan trickle-down economics. And <laughs> a good hybrid, kind of what the goal should be. And um, as far as Whitmire, I, that's the only thing I kind of sort of like about him. What I heard him talk about was, you know, I don't like, you know, the election deniers and all that, but I, what I did like, what he was saying was that he would work with um, Texas state since we're in a surplus to get monies and whatever projects we do here in our city, that he would actually get matching funds. That's the only thing I really like. And I think honestly, this election and the next couple of election cycles will come down to integrity and those types of innovative ideas. And, um, but myself personally, I can't actually vote for, uh, either of the, um, you know, for mayor, basically, and I was, that's what I was calling to ask you, 
Egberto, uh, can you actually vote for mayor where, up where you're at? Or I can vote for Houston mayor. I live in Kingwood and we we actually vote for the mayor. And I, I've already told everybody that I think of all the people running, I am voting for uh, Sheila Jackson Lee. And the reason why is I think she's better equipped to uh, for for um, for Houston problems. I mean, that isn't to say that I love my choices. I would much have preferred to have a younger person running. I, I, I really had liked Amanda Edwards when Amanda Edwards was running because I think Amanda Edwards does a lot. But my line is filling up and I got to also get some. So, so I'm no going to give you a chance to give one quick plug before I take off. Go ahead, my brother. All right, so thank you for having me on. And the only quick, you know, this counterpoint I'll say to Sheila is that she was talking about getting funds from the federal government, which we know is 37, I think it's 37 trillion in debt. And um, in case I'm a candidate, I would love to work on being a watchdog and actually bring down our debt. I got a lot of, I have a lot of outstanding ideas. And, yeah, and you're running yeah. in district two in, uh, uh, go ahead. That's right. I'm saying you know, I'll be, I'm a, I'm Peter Feller. I'm a U.S. Um, a candidate for U.S. House District 2, and I'll actually be coming up uh, to your neck of the woods because I want to talk to some folks, and especially since you can vote for mayor, I think you'll probably have a good turnout in your, your neck of the woods, so I'll be you up will. there. Thank, Thank you, brother. Got to go. Peter, we'll be there to see you. Have a great day. I'll be there to see you. Take care, buddy. All right, let's go to Daniel Garcia. Come on in, Daniel Garcia. How are you doing? How you doing, uh, Umberto? Uh, I'm listen, do- I called uh, a couple times already. I'm a, a union man. I spoke to you uh, a couple days ago. However, yes, sir. Uh, to you, uh, there was a young lady that called in here recently about a um, – she you just – repeated it you said you were going to uh, do some research on it what was that what was that uh, uh she said it was it, she said is you? it w4v uh w4v and I, i'm going to look look it up i don't know what it is but I, I'll, I'll definitely look it up I, I love learning from everybody so she said look up w4v okay well i'm definitely going to look that up as well however um i did uh there's a a, a little page i follow called uh, occupied democrats and um I came across this uh, post that they had called Project 2025, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of it b- before, but um, I started reading up a little bit about it. And it's called the Presidential. Well, it's about a presidential transition project, the 2025 presidential transition yeah, project. Yeah, it's put out by the right wing. Yes. Yes. So, uh, can you educate me a little bit on that? Uh, okay, I, I haven't. Re- I- I haven't read the the entire document, but I can tell you what the gist is. The gist is they want, you know, you know when uh, uh, Bannon talks about deconstructing the administrative state, that's what they're talking about. They're, they want to create a strong executive. Oh. They want to get rid of the uh, different agencies. And I mean, it, it, in effect, it's, it's the official of officialization of the fascist state, if you want to pull it that way. That's what it is. Yeah. And by the way, I know I know Omar. Omar is the owner of uh, the Mac, uh, th- that that group. Uh, we we meet at uh, Daily Coast all the time. Okay. Good enough. Well, good talking to you, Humberto, and I'll talk to you again soon. Muchas gracias, hermano. You have a great day. Let's go to Harry. Come on in, Harry. Uh, good morning, Humberto. What I wanted to say is I'll add to what Augie said about Ronald Reagan. The uh, Democratic Party, like he once stated, left him. He didn't leave the Democratic Party, meaning that he didn't uh, like the fact he was that it was moving away from traditional America and it had uh, more people of color in it. And I'll say this about the supply side economics to add to Donald's analogy. Vote out these supply side rodent politicians at the local level at the state level and at the federal level, get as many progressives elected so we can move Joe Biden further left if he gets a second term to get more things done for most Americans who need government to be their friend and they need government programs. That's what we got to have. And kudos to Melissa for that W4V. I'm going to look that up. Thanks for educating the public, Melissa. And thank you, Roberto Willis, for continuing to on economics. Have a Thank good you, weekend. Brother. Power you too, and Harry. Vote those rodent rats out.
<laughs> All right. All right, Harry. Thank you, my dear brother. Thank you. Hey, Melissa, I tell you, I, I need you to do something for me because everything that I am coming up with is that W4 type form. So go ahead and drop a line. You have uh, the email address info at politics. Well, let's do it with this one. KPFT at politics KPFT at politics Send me a link. Uh, so that because we want to make sure we're talking the same thing, send me a link, Melissa, if you're on air listening. Anyway, folks, I'm still at a donut, 713-526-5738, extension number one. You still have a couple of minutes. Uh, well, you ha- you can give wh- whenever. And, and just remember to say that it is in the name of politics done right. Uh, please remember to say in the name of politics done right. I have a thank you to give that came in after time tomorrow. I mean, yesterday, uh, I want to pull that up real quick. And that is for some, uh, a great supporter uh, who called uh, Joe Alton. Thank you so kindly for supporting both politics done right and democracy now. We appreciate your contribution to our program. Now, we all, but today we are currently at a donut so please uh, i don't want to have to increase the amount of money i gotta make tomorrow so please give us a call 713-526-5738 extension number one to give extension number two to uh extension number two to to, well we're done with speaking on air now all the calls are to go ahead and support the program 713-526-5738 extension number one to support folks we really do need your support i'm pretty sure that you get something out of this program. So please, I ask you so kindly, consider becoming a supporting member by saying, you know, five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, uh, a coffee a month or two coffees a month. That will be the magic for us. Uh, if we can get several people to do that, it's not a hard thing to do. Uh, again, a coffee a month, two coffees a month, 713 38 extension number one or go to kpft.org please remember to put that this contribution is for politics and right the subjects that we were supposed to cover today the the mayor uh, uh the mayor the the uh escalation etc go ahead go ahead you want to say something jack no sandy's gonna pitch with you say something egberto Good yeah go morning. ahead jack hey sandy no. how you doing Good. I'm here bright and early this morning. What are you doing in the studio so early? Well, I'm filling in for Howard. So I was real nervous and wanted to get here early, you know. (laughs) Hey, folks, it's early in the morning and Egberto is up and he's talking politics done right. And he doesn't have anyone that's called in any support for this program. What are we to do about that? It's got a $300 goal, which means he's $300 short this morning. Come on. Three of you picking up the pumpkin T-shirt or one in just doing the deed would really help out. We need to have a good Friday here fundraising wise. We're closing in on the bell lap, which starts on uh, Monday morning for us. We'll be the final week of fun drive and we're not quite halfway yet. So we got a long way to go and a short time to get there, Egberto. And you know, we're going to do it. Hey, guys, Sandy is, is the manager. So I got the manager pitching for me. Hey, I'm going to no, make that interim, $300 in a penny. I'm going to get that $300 right now, man. Look, folks, give us a call. 713-526-5738. You know that your money is going to KPFT for great things. You say it. I hear it. I get the emails. Let's ask you so kindly. 713-526-5738. Sandy, take it. Yeah, I want to thank uh, Frank D., who at 122 this morning became the first person to pledge on this Friday here in Houston, Texas, supporting community radio. We do it this way, folks. The money comes from you, not from commercial sponsors. Ergo, you can hear Egberto where, well, maybe Fox wouldn't put you on, Egberto. What do you think? Nah, you could they have won't. a they, regular nah. Fox show? How nah, come? they won't. No, nah, they wouldn't. You know, they. I, we tell too much of the truth, Sandy. You know that. Yeah, well, you know, we need a little more truth in our ongoing politics all the way around. Folks, we're asking you to put down some money for KPFT so we can continue independent broadcasting, independent of commercials, independent of those that would like to buy the media for their own own targeted messaging. 
This is your friends and neighbors like Egberto, 713-526-5738, option one, or kpft.org. And thank you for what you do, Egberto. Thank you so kind. We got to get out of here. So, folks, Jack, give me a closer. All you ghouls have lots of fun on Halloween. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, folks, you know how we end this baby. Call 713-526-5738, extension number one. Donate. Let's keep this thing going. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you know how we end. Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.